Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I'm on the beach on Friday. And I don't have a phone with me. And we went on vacation. A couple of other couples we know who also have kids were at the same resort as us in Mexico. And so uh, I'm just chilling, minding my own business. And in the afternoon, shortly after the news comes out, one of the guys comes up to me. He's like, oh, my God, did you see the news? I said, no. Said, Robert Kraft got, has been charged or got arrested or whatever. I remember what exactly he said. But the, 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 uh, the upshot of it all is the New England Patriots owner, Robert team owner, Robert Kraft, has been charged with, uh, with getting uh, soliciting for prostitution. And I said, wow, that's a crazy story. And because uh, and, he's 77 years old. And so uh, then I end up going back to our hotel room, get my phone, look it up. And the number of you who saw the news about Robert Kraft getting arrested for solicitation and immediately blew up my phone wanting to know what I thought about it was both terrifying and gratifying simultaneously. Because the number of you out there who hear, boom, Patriots owner gets hit for uh, for soliciting a prostitute, I wonder what Clay Travis thought about that. I have to immediately go see what Clay Travis thought about it. And I'll tell you, what I immediately thought. I swear to God, the first thing I thought before I got on my phone, before uh, before I knew any of the details, the, fr- the minute my friend told me 
that Robert Kraft had been arrested, my first thought is he should go sign Colin Kaepernick right now. I, mean, I swear to God, that's exactly what I said. If the if I had those guys uh, on the show right now, that he gives me that information, and my immediate response is he should go sign Colin Kaepernick. Because I'm always thinking like I'm involved in PR, always spinning. How do you handle a really bad story? You get arrested for solicitation of prostitution. Boom. You go sign Colin Kaepernick and nobody has any idea how to criticize you because you are a paragon of virtue if you are the head, uh, the, the owner of the team that brings Colin Kaepernick out of the uh, out of retirement effectively and uh and and it was wild so that's my initial thought then i read about this thing right and i go and i read the details uh from the police and i watch the press conference i'm like i want to hear about this arrest and i gotta be honest with you I don't, some people, and then everybody else is like, oh my god what's the nfl gonna do about robert Kraft? well they're gonna suspend him somehow because they've had to deal with this before with Jim Ursay. You remember the owner of the Colts got, I think he got arrested. One of you guys can look up the exact details of Jim Ursay's arrest and what the punishment was. But he got arrested, if I remember correctly, for a DUI, I feel like. And when he got arrested for the DUI, they also found drugs on him. And I feel like he got suspended for like four or five games by Roger Goodell for violating the NFL personal conduct policy. And so I immediately start thinking about the, the, the ridiculousness of the NFL suspending owners as well as players for entirely off-the-field related issues. My, my position remains the same, that it's dumb that it's Roger Goodell's created this situation, but certainly that Robert Kraft is going to get suspended. And then within that context, as I kind of work my way through it, I read all the details And it turns out that they have been uh, surveilling this this, uh, massage parlor for months. And there have been employees and cameras in there. And they have been sitting around watching everybody go into this place and checking to see if guys are getting happy endings. And I got to be honest with you. The more I thought about it, the weirder this gets. Like, look, Robert Kraft is 77 years old and he's worth $6 billion and he probably shouldn't be paying $80 for a massage and a happy ending. But he's a widow. Does it surprise you that a 77-year-old widow, if he has interest in sex, might also be interested in sex without having to deal with dating someone or without having to deal with being almost 80 years old and going out on dates? Maybe you just want to get a happy ending every now and then and pay $80 and never have to see the people again. It's that famous quote. Remember Charlie Sheen? People are like, Charlie Sheen, back in the day when he was paying Heidi Fleiss for prostitutes, they're like, Charlie Sheen, you can pick up women whenever you want. You're famous. You're a pretty good-looking guy. You're in Hollywood. Why are you paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for sex with prostitutes? And Charlie Sheen said, no, 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 you got this wrong. I don't pay them for sex. I pay them to leave. He didn't want the relationship that came with trying to date all these different women. He just wanted to sleep with them and then he wanted to be left alone. 
And you know what? I can kind of see that. I could certainly see it if you're 80 years old. And here's the thing. Can you imagine being employed as your job paid by taxpayers to watch people on surveillance video for months get happy endings? Which is a weirder thing to do? Like that was my that was my next thought as I read all these details. Be paid by taxpayers to watch people on camera have happy endings and take notes and record on it or get a happy ending at a massage parlor. And I'm like, you know what? I think the Robert Kraft thing is less weird. I can understand that more than my taxpayer dollars going to pay a guy to sit and watch on video somebody get a happy ending. What a creepy and weird way that is to make a living. To secretly watch people get happy endings. Now, a lot of people out there are like, well, you know, these women are supposedly being, uh, uh, you know, like uh, trafficked, sex trafficking going on. And that's why I always come back around. This upsets some people, but I'm a libertarian. Why don't we just legalize prostitution and make every prostitute like they do in Europe in several of these countries, make every prostitute get a card right? Like a business license. And then we have people who are professional inspectors that go around and make sure that the people who are working in that profession aren't being mistreated. Just like we have restaurant inspectors at fast food places to make sure and every other place that serves food that there are cleanly kitchens and people can show up for inspections and make sure that everybody's getting paid and that there isn't, you know, like rats running around in the kitchen if we have all of that set up in place to make sure that restaurants are safe, why can't we set up the same apparatus, legalize and tax this thing so my tax dollars aren't going and your tax dollars aren't going to pay some dude to sit in a dark room and watch some other dude get a happy ending and then charge him with a crime? None of that makes any sense to me. The whole story doesn't make sense when you really break it down. So I, that's my thoughts. Everybody's like, well, what do you, I, I checked my phone. Everybody's like, what do you think about this? Am I crazy for having that, that breaking down that scenario? I, I don't feel like Robert Kraft is some awful human being. I don't feel like he did something that bad in the grand scheme of things. In fact, if I had to choose between Robert Kraft getting caught, getting a happy ending or Jim Ursay, I believe, getting a DUI and having drugs in his possession, I don't see this as a remotely similar situation because when you get a DUI, look, I know a lot of people listening to me right now have probably gotten DUIs. I don't think you're an awful person if you make a mistake and do something dumb. But it's a lot more dangerous to get a DUI than it is to get a happy ending at a massage. You get into a car drunk you increase drastically the odds that either you or someone else is going to be severely injured because of your actions. So far as I know, a happy ending has never killed someone. Maybe you guys haven't had a heart attacks at 77. Who knows, Robert Kraft. Maybe you have a heart attack during the happy ending. Be a hell of a way to go. But by and large, I think it's a relatively speaking, not a way most people are dying. And certainly it's not a way you're killing somebody else. What was the punishment for Robert, for Jim Jim Irsay and what did he do? 
From the court or from the NFL? Uh, What did he do? Well, you were right. He was arrested in Indy back in March of 2014. Suspicion of drunken driving, but then drug possession once they stopped him and pulled him over because he had $29,000 in cash in his car, stashed in a briefcase and a laundry bag, along with a bunch of prescription drug bottles. He had three different drugs in his system. He pled guilty to a misdemeanor charge for operating a vehicle while under the influence. He got 60-day jail sentence, but he served only two days. And the NFL, they uh, suspended him for six games and a half a million dollar fine. All right, so that's the precedent, right? Some people are like, oh, you got to force him to sell the team. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go around the horn now and probably make everybody awkward. But are you with me, Danny G, are you with me like that this seems strange? Which is weirder? The fact that a guy gets a happy ending at a massage parlor or the fact that our tax dollars are going to have somebody for a month or more, literally his job is to sit and watch people get happy endings on video and take notes about it. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, you're right because Isn't you're not, you're not, yeah, you're not the only one who thought about that. Trust well, me. And people get busted all the time for soliciting prostitution, right? Sure. I mean, it happens on a regular basis. And I always think every time it happens, why are my tax dollars going to people to pretend to be prostitutes? Like you have some dude who's at, at, at a hotel, let's say, right? It seems to happen in hotels a lot. Some guy is sitting at a hotel bar. A good-looking girl comes in and sits next to him in a tight dress at the hotel bar, right? And then he's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And she says yes or whatever, and they start talking. And eventually he's like, hey, do you want to go up to my room? And she says, yeah, but here's the deal. It's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. And he says, okay. And then boom, he gets arrested. Like, why are my tax dollars going to pay a woman to put on a tight dress and pretend to be a prostitute? Yeah, in that situation, you're right. I think- and how, by the way, is that not always entrapment? If you got a drunk guy at the bar and a good-looking girl comes up and sits next to him and he tries to pick her up and then she says, hey, well, I'm a prostitute or whatever. You got to pay me a couple hundred bucks to have sex. You created that entire situation when the poor guy at the bar just drinking by himself would have otherwise gone up to his room and and watched porn on his video and fallen asleep. I'm going to open up the phone line. It's the human trafficking element in this case. Right, but the human trafficking element, but you don't know. It's not like Robert. If you, if Robert, if well, you yeah, tell he doesn't me, know that. Yeah, if you tell me that Robert Kraft was going to the, the, the particular massage parlor because he knew that the women who worked there were being human trafficked, that's a different story, right? But there's no way that the average guy going into a massage parlor knows what the living arrangements or immigration status is of the woman who's giving him a massage any more than you know what the living status or immigration status of somebody is when you walk into a restaurant. Like, I don't know if uh, the person who comes to wait on me in a Mexican restaurant is a legal uh, resident of uh, the United States, right? I don't know if I'm building a house, whether the people who are working on all the crews building everything on the house is a legal immigrant and has like all the, like nobody has any clue about that stuff. If or you the run cleaning the business, lady, the cleaning lady who walked in yeah. on you while you were showering. There you go. We have people who come into my house for people who don't remember. Uh, I was afraid I was going to get me too'd. 
I am stay, I'm in the shower in my house. My wife has uh, employs a cleaning service. I have no idea who these uh, who the the women are that are coming into my house. While I'm in the shower, this woman who doesn't speak English comes into the bathroom and starts cleaning and I'm just standing there in the shower and I have no idea what to do. I'm like this is this is I'm going to get me tooed because I'm going to come out of my own shower in my own house and this woman's going to be like, oh my God, Clay Travis exposed himself. I'm like, no, no, no. I was in the shower. You came in and started cleaning. And then, <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know what to do. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I, again, you, I don't think, like, I understand the human trafficking element here, but the guy doesn't know any more about that than you do about the immig- uh, immigration or employment status of tons of people that you might interact with on a regular basis. Uh, your gardener, your lawn service, uh, the guy who is uh, delivering your papers, you know, the person who cleans your house, the person who is waiting on you in a restaurant. You don't know any of that stuff. So if, if Robert Kraft was running the business or if he was in some way profiting directly off of this, then okay, I understand that. But again, my argument on any time this comes up is if you legalized it and if you taxed it, all right, the, what does the Bible say? The oldest profession in America, in in the world, who's religious on the show that can that can back me up here? Is it? I think it's the oldest profession, right? Is it, or is it the second oldest? Probably though. I think it's the oldest. Because now I'm trying to think what collector? would be the what would be the oldest if it's not the oldest. The oldest. I think it's the oldest profession. It might be the second oldest profession. Either way, it's not like it stopped. The reason why prostitution exists is not because men are awful and women are awful. It's because there is like this. Let's just break it down. There is more demand for sex than there is availability of sex, right? Men out there, a ton of men out there listening to me right now that would like to have more sex than they actually do. And the reason why prostitution exists is because there is a market demand and the supply is not substantial enough to fill the demand, right? It's a great business to get into. Anytime you can find something that has more demand than it does supply, you can charge a decent price for it and you can make money doing it. That's why it exists. Basic economics. There you go, kids. I'm giving you a lesson to start off your morning. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Got a ton of calls. I'm going to go to them. Uh, Jordan in South Carolina. What's up, Jordan? Good morning, Clay. Thanks for having me on. Uh, two points here is, uh, one, we got Brian Flores and half the uh, Miami staff down in uh, now in Florida. What are the chances? Uh, he said, oh, Bill plays dirty. I'll show him dirty. Uh, and, they, and the Miami Dolphins trying to take off the Pats. And then uh, a bunch of hypocrites out there, you know, all these woke people complaining about this story and you covering it, uh, and half of them probably have Tinder on their phone. And let's be honest, if you're a married person, I'd much rather uh, if, if your wife or somebody was going to cheat with a prostitute than uh, an emotional connection with their coworker. So uh, thanks for having me, Clay. Here's something that's fascinating about the law in America. You can only pay for sex directly if it's on video and other people can watch it. 
Think about that now for a minute. The making of a pornographic film is prostitution, right? You are paying a woman and a man to have sex together on film. But if you pay a woman to have sex on film, that somehow takes it out of prostitution. Which is why I've argued there should be businesses where guys go in and pay to make a pornographic film with women and then it becomes a porn tape and then they get their own private porno and then it's legal. Tell me how that's not genius. This is the lawyer in me working around the law. Why couldn't you just make a video of a guy having sex with every prostitute he wants to pay to have sex with and then you're, no, 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 I'm not paying for sex. I'm paying to make a porno movie. Isn't that genius? Tell me why I shouldn't become a billionaire and start that business and exploit the stupidity of that loophole. I got a crazy idea. I think you should be able to sell sex if you want to. Just like I think you should be able to sell weed. Just like I think you should be able to sports gamble. If it's not going to kill you, people are like, what about heroin? Well, I wouldn't sell heroin. I wouldn't sell something that can kill you the first time you use it. But again, you find me a guy who died from a happy ending in a massage parlor, I'll be pretty surprised by that. Or killed someone else. That's pretty tough to pull off. John and Dayton. What's up, John? Hey, um, hey Clay. How's it going? Excellent. Uh, did you? I, I missed the opening of the show. Did you remember to mention the Catholic priest today? <laughs> Lorenzen called in and he was upset last uh, before I went on vacation that I hadn't been talking enough about the Catholic priest. I, I do know they had a big meeting, the Catholic priest, the Pope, and they all talked about uh, about all the shenanigans going with the Catholic Church. So thanks for reminding me that I hadn't brought that up yet. Hey, no problem. Uh, the Kaepernick idea was fantastic because that would probably be one of the more brilliant PR moves because people would not be able to understand. The media would have no idea how to, how to answer. If, if Robert Kraft, the minute that he got arrested for prostitution, had simultaneously announced, okay, we're going to go sign Colin Kaepernick, everybody's head would have been spinning so fast. It would have been one of the greatest PR moves in the history of sports. It would be absolutely brilliant. I agree. Um, I was having a disagreement with my mother about this because she thinks this looks really, really, really bad right now. And my main disagreement with that is, um, I mean, we've had Roethlisberger get accused of um, all this stuff, and he's still sticking around the league. He barely got touched. Kareem Hunt's back in the league. Dante Stallworth killed somebody, and he's still back in the league. The thing with Jim Irsay, with the DUI and whatnot, he only got suspended for it. So, I mean, that's that's all the talk of taking the team is basically people just being too reactionary and hyperbolic right now. I'm a Patriots fan, and I think that if he was shown to know more about this, like he was actually involved in the ring, then, yeah, get him off my team. Yeah, look, thanks thanks for the call. I said, look, if Robert Kraft was human trafficking and he owned, like, a ton of massage parlors all over South Florida and he was profiting off of human trafficking – yeah, he should be forced to to sell the team. He went and got a happy ending. It's embarrassing. It's not that criminal, in my opinion. It shouldn't be criminal. You want to regulate massage parlors, and if you're going to allow them to massage a dude, the whole thing is ridiculous, like the business to begin with. You can touch every body part on a guy for a naked massage, except for his penis, and then the minute that you touch his penis, it becomes a criminal act. 
I mean, that's uh, the whole process is absurd. And then we pay our tax dollars to have guys watch on video to see whether or not a happy ending happens. I'm sorry. The whole process is absurd. Legalize it and tax it and make people get licenses to do it to ensure that nobody is being human trafficked and treated and paid just the same way that you would that somebody else, everybody's getting minimum wage. Whatever minimum wage is in the state of Florida, make sure it's happening. I don't see this as very difficult. Mike and Modesto, what's up, Mike? Clay, it's amazing. As a libertarian, you're making too much sense to me. The reason I agree with you on the low-level drugs, the prostitution, it's simple. You get you get organized crime out of it. You know, our congressmen make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, but yet they're all millionaires. They probably add to their lobbyist list sex traffickers and drug lords to keep all this stuff illegal so they can make their money. Don't It wouldn't shock me. A hypocritical country like us, we can kill babies out of the womb now, but no, we can't let people pay for sex. Now, as far as Robert Kraft, who cares? I agree. Everybody knows what a happy ending is. I'm not saying I've done it or I agree with it, but I don't make people live on my morality. So it's not a big deal. And I'm glad the authorities came out right away and said he had nothing to do with the sex trafficking. uh, Yeah, thanks for the call. We had to go to break here. Uh, Of course he didn't. He had no idea who those people are and who employs them. Just like you don't when you're getting, uh, you know, your lawn done or when you're going into a restaurant. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I want to bring in the crew and get your guys' thoughts on this because uh, Zion set out in the game against Syracuse. He may be back after that. Exactly when he's going to return is unclear. But if you were a parent, I think this is a good way to think about it. If you were a parent, not if you're Zion himself, if you were a parent, At this point in time, after the shoe blew up, you know you're going to be the number one overall draft pick. If your son came to you and said, Dad, do you think I should play the rest of the year? What would you tell him? Okay. Um, I got three boys. I thought about that. I think about now being the parent as much as I do being the athlete, right? Because now I'm approaching 40 years old. So I got young kids. And so a lot of what I do is try to give them advice. And so when I saw the Zion uh, Williamson incident, my first thought is, man, I don't think that I would let him continue to play if he asked me and he say asked me my opinion like he's an adult he gets to make his own decision but what would you tell zion what would you tell him danny g if this was your boy and by the way nick bosa had to make this decision as well yep at ohio state he had an abdominal injury of some sort he's going to be i think healthy and back at the combine now he said you know what i know i'm going to be a high level draft pick joey bosa obviously has been very successful with the uh, la chargers And Nick Bosa just pulled himself out of football, said, I'm not going to continue to play for Ohio State. Obviously made their team worse, but he did what was right for him. And I said at the time, I totally understand the decision by Nick Bosa to pull himself out. He may be the overall number one pick in this year's NFL draft in April. Would you tell Zion to sit out? Well, if it was my kid, I think it would depend on what he wanted out of the college experience. If he told me he was really looking forward to playing in the tournament, then I would tell him you should play. I mean, he's got RJ, Cam, Trey on the team. They Duke is in a position where they can get to the national championship game. So he's not risking everything for no return. 
Financially, he kind of is, though, because if he had a debilitating knee injury. Yeah, if you're if this is just about money and moving on to the next step in his you career. You know you're yeah. going to go number one overall. He is going to be the first pick, and there is a sweepstakes right now to get him. If he had a serious knee injury, I don't know that he would go number one overall. What would you tell him, uh, Eddie? I would tell him that he made a commitment to Duke, and he needs to finish his commitment. It's a minor injury. You know, If this was something more serious... Maybe I'd have a different take on it. But it's a minor injury. I'm not going to baby him. I, w- I would tell him to finish the season. What about you, Roberto? What would, you've got a daughter, but what would you tell your son if you had him? And he was set to be poised to be the number one overall pick. He has a shoe explode like he did at the end of that, at the early in that Duke-UNC game. What would you tell him? I'll tell him if he really wants to play in the NCAA tournament, then you know it's his, it's his choice, but he's making a big risk of him coming back to play. Yeah, Dub, are you – so here's my argument. I would sit him down. I'd be like, look, you stand to make probably $100 million or more to play basketball. You're fortunate. You're a genetic freak. You've worked hard, and you are fortunate enough to be able to advance and provide for your family for generations to come. If you get injured, and by the way, he has an insurance policy taken out. He gets $8 million if he's drafted 16th or below, I think, is the, is the number in the first round. If you're injured at this point, then uh, then all that could change. So you just need to understand the risks that you are undertaking. I, frankly, would probably tell him to sit out. I probably would because I think he's got $100 million or more at stake every time he goes on the basketball court. If he got a Sean Livingston-style injury then I don't know how I would be able to say, yeah, he made the right decision. Now, if you haven't established that you're going to be the overall number one pick, I think it's tougher. If uh, if you are trying to prove that you deserve to be drafted, everything else. But he is the number one pick. What would you tell him, Dub? I mean, honestly, it's all about the money at this point. I mean, he's going to make so much money in the NBA. I would tell him to milk this injury with Nike, with his shoes, because when Nike comes to that meeting with him, to oh, they're going to have try to pay him like twenty five million dollars more. He, he's going to be able before. to write. He's going to be able to write down a number, and they're going to give him that just so he will be wearing those Nike shoes after this incident in college. No, there's no doubt at all. I mean, I think you know he didn't have a severe injury, but I think the Nike shoe blowing up made him tens of millions of dollars more than it would have if not either from Nike or from Adidas or from Under Armour or from whoever's going to sit down at the table and put a big number in front of him and decide to make him sign. Because if you're Adidas, how good of a sign is it if you can get a guy signed or Under Armour or Reebok or any of these other companies who had a Nike shoe explode on him? I mean, that's just like dunking on Nike. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Last night was the Oscars. I watched, even though I had not only the only movie I had seen that was nominated for Best Picture was Black Panther. Every other movie that was nominated, I hadn't seen. Now, the two best movies I saw in theater in 2018 were uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, whatever that show, whatever that movie was called. Phenomenal. My kids are huge superhero movie fans. We see every superhero movie that's made and into the spider-verse the spider-man animated movie was phenomenal so well done uh and i thought it was arguably the best movie that i saw in theaters in 2018 the other one was a quiet place if you haven't seen a quiet place scary uh nerve-wracking 
every segment of it was just really well done. I know they're making a sequel now, but it was so well done. Um, and so those are the two best movies that I saw in 2018. Uh, I understand like the Green Book or whatever won Best Picture. I hadn't seen that. I did see Mary, Queen of Scots. I thought that was pretty good. I think it was nominated for a few Oscars. I didn't think Black Panther was very good. I know everybody's supposed to be like, oh, Black Panther was the greatest movie ever. I thought it's like the 25th best superhero movie ever made. I thought that the Black Panther uh, was like not even the best movie with the Black Panther in it that came out in 2018. The newest Avengers movie was by far better than uh, than Black Panther. All uh, like just just off the top of my head, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are infinitely better than Black Panther was. The three Christopher Nolan Batman movies are phenomenal, all better than Black Panther. Uh, the um, original Batman, I think, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker, better. I actually thought the Blade movies were better than Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was an average Marvel movie that got a lot of hype because it had a majority black cast and a black director and everything else. But when you actually watch the movie and compare it to other Marvel movies, I thought it was not as good as the average Marvel movie. Now, I understand people like, oh my God, you have to think Black Panther's the greatest movie ever made. No, it was just okay. But I didn't see Green Book. I thought Black Panther was just okay. If Black Panther had won the Oscar for Best Picture... I'd have been like, man, Christopher Nolan got completely killed on this process because the Heath Ledger Joker Batman movie is the greatest superhero movie that has ever been made, and I'm not sure there's a close second. That movie's just phenomenal. And all of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies in general, the Bane one, all of them are just phenomenal. So... They did give you a sports update during the Oscars last night if you were watching. Samuel L. Jackson came out. And, of course, he and Spike Lee and Charles Barkley are all in the uh, in the show, uh, in the television commercials for Capital One, I think it is, together. They run them, like, literally every commercial break when uh, we're watching the NCAA tournament. I mean, you can't escape those commercials during uh, basketball season. And so Samuel L. Jackson came out. And if you're a Knicks season, it's already been a long year. But getting taunted from the Oscar stage, at least Spike Lee won an Oscar because this is what Samuel L. Jackson said directly, basically going at Spike Lee for this. Um, First of all, Spike, so glad you're sitting down. Um, After 18 consecutive home losses, the Knicks won tonight. I repeat, the Knicks won tonight, defeating San Antonio 130 to 118. And now to- Spurs fans, I mean, that's a tough loss for the Spurs because they are in, I know, Dub, you're a Spurs fan. Were you watching the Oscars when you just got dunked on over the fact that your team lost to the, uh, to the Knicks at home? And honestly, it's actually kind of intriguing because only, if only, for the wild card race, not wild card, but lower end race in the Western Conference, uh, Sacramento um, and the Clippers 
and the uh, Spurs are all really close to each other in that race for the final playoff spot. The Lakers three games out as they lost another game. We'll get to that in uh, L.A. Braun to end the show. That was a pretty big uh, shot across the bow. Did you happen to be watching live when that happened? Uh, I was not watching the Oscars. After the Spurs lost to the horrible Knicks, I had to go take a walk, clear my mind, so I didn't, you know, break the fridge or break the door. I was I was pretty upset about that one. I mean, that's pretty inexcusable for my uh, San Antonio Spurs. Was I the only person who watched the entire, like, almost all of the Oscars, including that dude who won the, wore the dress? Um, and like my wife was watching the red carpet on E. Uh, did anybody else watch the Oscars on I, the on the show? I watched a lot of it, and I found out uh, my wife has a thing for Bradley Cooper. It was kind of awkward. Who doesn't have it? Like I, I gotta say this about Bradley Cooper. First of all, Bradley Cooper is one of the five most desirable men of our generation. I think that's safe to say, right? Bradley Cooper, like forty four years old. There are a huge percentage of women that are listening to us right now that absolutely love Bradley Cooper. How about the fact that he just decided to that he could sing? Like I that is that is an amazing thing to decide to do is to become a singer after you've already been nominated as an Oscar winner after all of the success that you have had to suddenly decide that you're going to be a singer and then to go up on stage and I know he's got a girlfriend but basically, he and Lady Gaga were making out at the end of that uh, performance on the stage for the Oscars, right? Lady Gaga won yeah. a uh, won an Oscar. There's no way you could watch that and be Bradley Cooper's girlfriend or Lady Gaga's boyfriend and not be thinking they are definitely sleeping together. Yeah, my wife's like, do you, do you think Lady Gaga postponed her marriage because uh, she likes uh, Bradley Cooper? Was she scheduled to get married? Yeah, she was. Oh, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She's like, oh, well, I would. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, well, if I liked him, I would have, I would have like postpone my marriage. So I'm like, oh, so would you, so you would divorce me if uh, if uh, you had a thing for Bradley Cooper? She's didn't say anything for about five seconds. Oh, there's an easy answer to that. <laughs> and then she said, uh, no. No, she would definitely divorce you for Bradley Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think you should be offended if that happened. See, you should be offended by, I've always said this, like, um, remember back in the day when Arnold Schwarzenegger got popped for having uh, sex <laughs> with his maid and like he had a kid with his maid. And I always say that that is, it's what, like women judge men based on I definitely think it's better if you have an affair with. Remember who was the woman from uh, Mad Men, uh, who uh, was gorgeous, the blonde, and she had a secret. She had a baby with somebody in Hollywood, and they could never figure out who it was. Like I don't think she's ever admitted who the father of that child is. You guys watch Mad Men back in the day? I didn't. Yeah, I know the actress you're talking about, whose name is immediately escaping me right now. Look it up. The hot chick on Mad Men for years, Don Draper's wife, uh, then Betty Draper whose name is escaping me right now, she had a baby and it was like some sort of scandalous uh, uh, you know, relationship. And I don't think she's ever said who the father of her child is, except that it, the father was married to somebody else. January Jones. All right, January Jones. If you had to find out that your husband was having an affair, there is, I believe, a very strong chance that if you came in and you said, look, babe, I had an affair with January Jones and I'm sorry and I feel awful about it. Your wife is more likely, I believe, to forgive the affair with January Jones 
because she's going to look at January Jones and be like, oh, you know what? She's incredibly good looking. She's incredibly accomplished. How could a normal man resist this woman? There's probably not very many women like January Jones out there. You're more likely to forgive that than you are, I think, Maria Shriver, who was married to Arnold Schwarzenegger at the time. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, if he had sex with the random woman who was cleaning his house, this maid who was not a good-looking maid. It's not like it was a French maid. It's not like it was, you know, like a smoking hot maid. If he's sleeping with her, he'll sleep with anybody. I guarantee you that's how most women would think on this. And so when your wife said, I might divorce you for Bradley Cooper, I don't think you could really be upset by that. Because if suddenly, like, who is the hottest, richest woman in the world? Who right now is the hot? And the answer might be, if you really factor in wealth, Mackenzie Bezos, who's getting divorced from Jeff Bezos. She's going to be worth like $50 billion in theory. But let's say that Elon Nordgren, like a.k.a. Elon Woods, who got several hundred million dollars from Tiger Woods when they got divorced. She was pretty incredibly good looking, right? I feel like if your average guy, if suddenly Elon Woods wanted to marry you, that your wife couldn't be that upset if suddenly you left her for a hundred millionaire, gorgeous Swedish bikini model. But if your wife was like, hey, you know, that guy who cuts meat at the deli, that guy is really good looking, and then you got left for the meat cutter at the deli, that's where you'd really have to sit back and be like, what have I done with my life? (laughs) Right? Don't you have to factor that in? So I don't really blame your wife. I mean, especially after that Bradley Cooper performance. I think it's good that she lied to you, but I wouldn't blame her if she left for Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, plus you'd get a ton of alimony, Roberto. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it'd be really ridiculous. You'd probably feel a little bit like less of a man, but you'd live really well <laughs> off of Bradley Cooper paying to be stealing away your wife. Man, I was looking up point. looking up figures here. Jessica Alba is worth three hundred and fifty million. Okay. So Jess is she still married? I'm not sure. She was married to some guy named Cash, I think. Cash something. And then she created, like, Gwyneth Paltrow is worth a ton of money because of Goop or whatever, you know, that, that company that she created. Gwyneth Paltrow is gorgeous. Yeah, Cash Jessica. Warren. Cash Warren. She's still married? Still married. All right. So if she suddenly got divorced from that guy and Jessica Alba, who is insanely good looking, worth hundreds of millions of dollars, I don't think your average person could be like, you know what? I get it. Jessica Alba wants to marry you and she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars it's tough for you to say no to that. Bradley Cooper, I think your wife would have to go, and I think you'd have to be, you know what, I understand it. <laughs> and I'll just live off the alimony that Bradley Cooper creates for me. Same thing with Elon. That's a good question for for the future debate. When it's June and there's nothing else going on, who is the most eligible female bachelor, bachelorette in the world right now? And there are a lot of, I bet there's a lot of people who are, you know, for instance, you're going to inherit. Remember back in the Roonies, they had the the girl from uh, House of Cards, was it Rooney Mara, I think was her name, right? And she was, her family owned the Giants and her grandfather owned the Steelers or whatever it was. Yep. If you had a good looking girl who was in line to inherit an NFL team, that would be a pretty unbelievable score, right? Where you're like, I, or an NBA team or something like that. For an average sports fan, we need to come up with a list of the most eligible bachelors. Just put, put a pin in this, and for one day in June, 
when we're all sitting down and there literally is nothing going on in the world of sports, we're just going to take calls and we're going to put it, come up with a top 10 most eligible bachelorette list. Bachelor list, I feel like, is easier to come up with. Bachelorette list, because you could factor in a lot of different angles on the, uh, on the you know, like ownership of a team, inheriting billions of dollars, all those different things would factor in. Yeah, Rooney Mara in. was great in the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, Rooney Mara, yeah, yeah, that's her name, right? And aren't there yeah. multiple Mara sisters who act? Isn't Kate Mara also an actress? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I mean, they're pretty cute. I mean, that would be a pretty unbelievable pull if you married one of them and then like as yeah, a fringe benefit. Yeah, Kate Mara sister, yeah. Yeah, and then as a fringe benefit, you're like, oh, and by the way, you get the Giants. Like that you marry into owning an NFL franchise, it doesn't get much better than that. That's pretty extraordinary. By the way, Rooney Mara's with the Joaquin Phoenix, so. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Hasn't he been married a bunch of times, though? I'm not sure. Like Bradley Cooper, I looked him up on Wikipedia last night because I was curious how old he was. And I put this up as a poll question, and it's a good poll question too. Um, was when Bradley Cooper's singing and he's performing so uh, so well with Lady Gaga on the stage last night. I was thinking, if you had been able to go back in time to when we all watched uh, Wedding Crashers, Vince Vaughn um, and uh, and uh, what the Wilson brother, uh, not Luke, uh, what's it? Uh, Owen. Owen Wilson, yeah. They're doing that movie. Like, the the co-stars and everything else in that movie have ended up doing insanely well, right? That was a pretty good cast. I mean, the, the lead woman there has turned into a huge superstar, right? Whose name is escaping me now. I can't remember any actress's names. Uh, but she's turned into, like, just a massive superstar. But the bigger one is bradley cooper who played the douchebag boyfriend you're in thinking that movie of, you're thinking of amy adams uh it was amy adams the lead in that movie i don't think it was amy adams amy adams was in that movie right yeah she was and she's done very well too yeah. but no the Man, main what a cast in that movie yeah no that was an incredible cast for a comedy movie the the main uh the main love interest in that movie that uh, that owen wilson's character was trying to, ah, gotcha. to to get has turned into like one of the leading actresses in hollywood she's done incredibly well rachel mcadams yeah there we go rachel mcadams was great dub coming through there all right so uh she was really talented but bradley cooper as the douchebag boyfriend turning into one of the greatest actors of his generation, pretty unexpected. And I put up a poll question last night during the Oscars. You could follow me all the time on Twitter at Clay Travis. And I was like, if you had to pick which one was more unexpected, Bradley Cooper turning into one of the greatest actors of his generation or Brian Cranston as the potentially racist dentist on Seinfeld. The anti-dentite commercial uh, episode. Brian Cranston later turning into Walter White and probably putting forth. I think. I think hit him as Walter White is. I think the best television performance in the history of television. I think you could go Gandolfini in Sopranos. I think you can go Walter White in Breaking Bad. There are relatively few performances on television where you watch them and you think, oh my God, this is like tremendously unbelievable art. If you had been able to bet on those guys, what odds could you have gotten on either of them becoming one of the greatest actors of their generation? And who's more surprising? Brian Cranston, because I think most people came to know him, and I know he's on Malcolm in the Middle as a comedy figure, and that makes the, the transition and performance in Breaking Bad even wilder. But Brian Cranston there or Bradley Cooper as the douchebag boyfriend in the in the wedding uh, wedding crashers? 
It's a great debate. And honestly, there was the votes that rolled in. Over 20,000 of you voted last night, and there wasn't an easy answer there either. It was pretty wild uh, when you broke it down um, because you guys were saying, let's see, that Bradley Cooper was more surprising, but 20,000 of you voted. 52% went Bradley Cooper. 48% went uh, Brian Cranston. What are you saying that I need to watch on Netflix? Dub. It's called the it's called the two thousand. So it takes a look back at the decade between you know two thousand and two thousand nine, and the first two episodes have to do with uh, television in the two thousand. It goes through all the television shows and uh, Sopranos and Breaking Bad, and also talks about Malcolm in the Middle as well. I've I've watched the first two episodes last night, and it was really really good. Yeah, um, I I mean if you I, a lot of people out there I know still haven't watched Breaking Bad, and there's probably some people out there who haven't watched the Sopranos. I mean, obviously. I think those are two absolutely iconic shows. I think Breaking Bad is better. I thought Breaking Breaking Bad was impossible not to watch. I would still say the most watchable, must-watch, cannot-look-away season of television, solo season of television ever, in my opinion, is season one of Homeland with Claire Danes and uh and you know the 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 question like that entire season is the most riveting television series I think has ever existed later seasons of Homeland kind of went off the rails until they spoiler alert kill off Brody but that see that season of season one is pretty phenomenal television but breaking bad all of the seasons rolled in together i think probably the best there's ever been i thought you were going to say uh say by the bell was can't miss say by the bell is pretty incredible <laughs> say by the bell is pretty incredible and so what's also incredible is tying it all together mario lopez still doing the red carpet on behalf of access access television i think or or something like that he looks he hasn't aged same thing with J-Lo. Did you see J-Lo come down the red carpet with A-Rod? Yeah. J-Lo has been doing the red carpet for like 25 years now. And she looks the exact same and just as good today as she did 25 years oh, ago. yeah. It's pretty unbelievable how she's been able to maintain a smoking level of hotness. And she would be a good example, too, of somebody if you had bet on. Remember, J-Lo's career extends all the way back. She was a fly girl. In, in Living Color. Yep. You remember that? And she was also a Laker girl, but a fly girl in In Living Color for everybody who remembers that television show. When did that air? In like 1992, 1991? I mean, that's how long she's been a public figure. And she's better looking now than she was when she was like 24 years old and she was working as a fly girl. She's over 50 now. I thought Julia Roberts looked pretty damn good, too, when she walked out 51 yep. and delivered the final uh, Oscar for Best Picture last night. It's another good June topic. Who has aged the best? Brady, yeah. 41. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good at 41. But Mario Lopez is going on 50, I think. Uh, Slater from Saved by the Bell. And he looks the exact same for like 30 years. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Lakers are the Cowboys of the NBA. You know, the Cowboy fans are. They win a game. They're like, we're the greatest team in the history of mankind. They lose a game. They're like, we're awful. The delusion is strong with Laker fans. They right now have got, let me do the math live, 23 games to play. They are under 500, 29 and 30. They play tonight on the road against the Memphis Grizzlies. 
if they lose this game, God forbid, I don't even know if the Grizzlies have an actual full roster right now. Uh, play the music, boys. L. A. Broad. I got, I got, I got, I got. From the first show in the country to predict hashtag future Laker. Instead of three hours of it, Clay Travis captures all the mania in three minutes. LeBron has picked up the circus tent and it has followed him wherever he has gone. Defend your boys, Danny G. They lost to the Pelicans by 13 points, and the Pelicans yeah. didn't even play Anthony Davis. Yeah, with Anthony Davis on the bench, that's a really bad loss. You can look at it like this to look at the bright side. The Lakers should have lost to the Rockets and should have beat the Pelicans. They did it the opposite way around. So one and one after the All-Star break here. LeBron, after the game was over. In the last few years, you know, everybody's so accustomed to the, the losses that I'm just not accustomed to. I'm not accustomed to it. I would never get comfortable with losing. So, you know, losing game one to Houston, it feels the same way as losing game 59 in New Orleans for me. That's just how I'm built. That's who I am. So LeBron is not comfortable losing, but all of his teammates are. Uh, That's great from LeBron. Culture needs to change. He wants one of the young guys to step up consistently. They had 23 turnovers, Clay. You cannot win like that. That's the same reason the Clippers have been losing. How are you going to be if the Grizzlies beat the Lakers tonight? This is a must-win game for the Lakers tonight. It feels like – it does feel like a must-win tonight because the Sacramento Kings continue to win. Now the Spurs – they have been on a slow kill. They have, what, won one game out of their last seven? Yeah, but here's the deal. Here's the easy way to think about it. And, and I don't think that the Lakers' goal should be to make the playoffs because if you're the eight seed and you get run by the Warriors, you need to make it to the seven seed. But even To have if your any goal chance of advancing, ju- yeah. yeah. Even if your goal is just to make the playoffs right now, you are three games out with 23 games to play. All right. So that means you need to be four games better. I don't know what the tiebreak situations are with all the different teams, but you don't want to get into a tiebreak situation. It means you need to be four games better than the teams that you're trying to catch. That just becomes progressively more difficult as you continue to go 50-50 down the stretch here. Yeah. So the Lakers need to beat the uh they need to beat the Grizzlies tonight. They're four and a half point favorites. And they need to then come back and beat the Pelicans to finish out the month of uh, February and get back above 500 because the schedule gets then pretty substantially more challenging at the start of March. And I think it's best at best the Lakers are going to be 500 in the first five or six games to start March. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 oh. Your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 